0: What's been happening at Bailey House? For news and interviews, don't go anywhere else. We're not a rabble, we don't gabble. We're your number one for fun with the Bailey Babble. Bailey Babble, Bailey Babble, Bailey Babble. Woo hoo! Bailey Babble. And that's right, folks, you are tuned into the Bailey Babble. I'm Matt, your host with the most hair missing. And joining me today is co-host, Gerald. Good morning. Bond, how are you today, fine, sir? Bond? Gerald, you're not gonna be able to contribute that well if you can't, don't open your, start flapping your jaws, Bond, is what I'm trying to say. I'm going to get back to you, what the, have I got coffee breath, oh god he's not happy with my coffee breath, Tone good morning, welcome co-host Tony. how are you, good, good to have you with us today mate, gee I don't want to, I don't want to say it's the end of an era but the other tiger's looking a bit shaky Tone,
1: yes, are
0: you kidding me, do you think you can win? Are you saying you can't win the premiership this year? know no, I it. Don't write them off yet, Tony. That was what I would say. Hey, co-host Sam's here today as well. G'day, Sammy.
1: Oh, uh, how are you?
0: How are you, old boy? I
1: oh, feel good today.
0: Hey, now, since the last time, last time we the listeners heard from you, you've had a birthday since then, right? What? Haven't you had a birthday since the listeners last heard your birthday? Dulcet tones. Yes. Now I don't want to ask you how old you are. I mean,
1: I'm 48.
0: Well, happy 48th birthday, Sammy. Hey, um, how did you celebrate? Very good. That's why you still smell like a brewery. Happy birthday, Sammy. And uh, Luke is here also. G'day, co-host Luke. G'day, Maddie. Are you do? You, Tony's written off his own team. Do you think the Tigers have done and dusted? They can win again, can't they? You follow the footy closely. I mean, you're winning our room footy tips after all. Do you think the Tigers can still win the Premiership? I think they can.
1: Mm, not with injuries.
0: No, good point, not with injuries. Hey, listen, we could talk footy all day, Luke. As you're aware. I beg your pardon? We played our dogs this week. All the mighty saints. Well, good luck to the Saints. Hey... Luke, and like I said, we could talk 44 hours, couldn't we? But we better get on to it, because we've got a special guest in the studio today, right? Yes. And ladies and gentlemen, really chuffed to welcome to the microphone, relatively new staff member, I'm calling her, the delightful Catherine Good G'day, Catherine, how are you going?
2: Yeah, very well, thank you, Matt. And thank you, everyone, for inviting me here
0: uh and I'll, we're going to get you to elaborate further on your role Catherine, a little later on but your title here at bailey is yes So i'm the quality manager at bailey house yeah quality manager and when did you begin here
2: uh so i started uh as COVID had just started a little bit of a whiff around the the traps um in um just after anzac day last year so um i arrived just as everyone was starting to not come into work and programs were starting to uh, wind down and it was a very, very strange time to be starting a new organisation. Yeah.
0: So I said you were relatively new, but that's not that accurate, is it?
2: Well, 12 months is... <laughs> relatively new it feels like a lot longer we've had a lot happen in the last 12 months Um, we went for accreditation and um, there's been a lot of work and changes and system things that we've had to do so the time has really flown in many ways but a lot of uh, things happen and and happened in a different way this year
0: so when you first started were you working from home initially
2: uh, so I came into the office to um, learn a bit. This is the first time I've um, done um, any work in disability services. So for me it was about learning exactly what happens in day services and in accommodation and then learning the rules that sit around and the regulations that sit around it all. So that was part of the exciting, that was part of the challenge that I wanted. But the the process that's happened, the way that um, I've had to learn stuff remotely and find my own way in a lot of uh, ways has, has been challenging. But um, anyway, we've been successful and we continue on. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, challenging to build relationships with your colleagues too. And so where are you based now?
2: So uh, we're at the corporate centre or head office. We sit above the um, uh, activities program uh, downstairs in the Peen Highway. We sit up the top.
0: Yeah. Before we get started, Catherine, have you, do, do you know about the flag?
2: The flag, which one? You talking about football flag or are you talking about the flags that sit on top of the Bailey House buildings?
0: You are, yeah, the latter. Tony, what's the problem with the flags on the, now we told Warwick about this. We gave him one job. What did we say to Warwick?
1: Then, um, back on for tea
0: The Bailey House flag is stuck in the tree Now Sammy, we drive past every week We went past on Wednesday once again to go fishing And what was stuck in the tree? What? The Bailey House flag, right? Yes Still stuck in the tree Now Luke, even worse, now it's not just stuck, Warwick What's the problem now, Luke? It's got a big bloody... <coughs> Isn't it rip- it's
1: ripped? It's ripped
0: It's ripped, Warwick One job we gave you One!
2: Catherine, if you, do you see warwick sometimes i do see warwick yeah. sometimes and i will pass it on but there are rules that sit around um actually um how you put flags on buildings especially if you use the australian flag so the australian flag should be higher than the others um and i don't think we do that either so i'll pass both of those on so don't, right. we don't
0: want warwick to get in trouble no. by we don't want him getting the sack
2: no. we just no we're here to support everybody <laughs>
0: oh, well, hey let's get this show on the road gerald you're up first, thank you, mate. Okay. look okay. at Where do you, oh, you grew up?
2: Um, thank you, uh, Gerald. Uh, so interestingly, my mum and dad married very um, young, and so they had two little kids, uh, two of three. They had two little kids before um, they were able to save up to buy a house. So while I was born and had my first couple of years um, in and around Hartwell, in the middle of. Um, the eastern mm, suburbs, um, mum and dad saved up and bought a house down in Edithvale. So in those days um, there were swamps, um, which has now got all housing on it, and um, um, it was you know 30 kilometres from town, so it was a cheaper um, option for them to buy. So I grew up in Edithvale.
0: That's right on the water, right?
2: Uh, we were actually opposite a big parkland. It's a, it's a ten minute walk from the water that where I um, grew up. But um, uh, we had a lot of time down the beach. Is it yeah near Seaford? Um, we are in between uh, Mordialic and Chelsea, if you like. Do you know? Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. So. Hey, and what are your memories like of growing up in that area? What did you do for fun as a kid?
2: Um, look, my mum was very um, keen for us to learn different sports so um, I went to the, the local primary school and um, we had netball and things that we did on the weekend and my brother played football so of course we went um, every Sunday to, to follow him around with the the footy um, I had a horse at one stage um, that uh, was um, adjusted um, in um, paddock areas, just around the corner from home. Um, but before I got the horse, we used to walk to Keysborough to go horse riding, <laughs> um, which is a fairly, fairly decent walk, which uh, we wanted to do, girlfriend and I, because we loved, at the, in those days, loved to horse ride. So we had a lot of sport, we had a lot of family stuff. Our mum has had two brothers, and so we were always catching up as a, a family. My nan and pa lived in Chelsea, so, we would catch up with them too. My grandfather was a um, Queen's Prize shooter. He was a policeman and um, used to do rifle shooting. I don't know if anyone knows. Anyway, so um, he would compete. So I travelled a lot with him and they took me to the footy because I barracked for their team.
0: Now, Gerald, do you ride a bike, Bond? No. They say They say once you learn to ride a bike, you don't forget. What about horse riding? If, if Could you get it back on a horse and ride
2: competently now, Catherine? Matt, I don't know if I could ever ride competently. That's number one. Um, I don't think it's a skill that um, uh, older people <laughs> uh, aren't as agile. I might need assistance to get up on the horse and then uh, certainly... Um, yeah assistance
0: I, to stay on it uh, and assistance to get off it could,
2: could well be right Matt. yeah
0: so the horse yeah. might assist you to get off it
2: yeah well that's happened too <laughs>
0: <laughs> Or maybe give the horse riding a miss for the time being <laughs> tone you're up
1: but we will live
0: yeah we heard where you grew up but where do you live now
2: well this is going to sound really dull guys um so whilst i spent my um childhood and teens in edith vale When my husband and I got married, we moved one postcode and then we bought a house in a uh, postcode to the next side, but now we're back in Edith Vale. (laughs) So um, we are very, very blessed. We live um, with our house faces the the beach. So um, when our children grew up, they spent their whole time down there. If ever they said that they were bored, Um, I would say to them look you've got the biggest backyard in Victoria and so they got into all sorts of um, swimming and and sailing and all sorts of um, sporting things and had met all their friends through the life-saving club and stuff so we've had a wonderful, wonderful um, there's nothing like you have no neighbours you just look out and you see the horizon and there's nothing between you and it it's beautiful Beautiful,
0: that's directly opposite you uh, There's no, you haven't got a road between you and the beach.
2: No, we're one of, I think it's 340 something houses that directly access the beach, and we're blessed to have one of them. Oh,
0: beautiful. I'm a bit envious, Luke. Love the beach. Hey, um, can you make a, your first contribution, please, fella?
1: I'm a horse.
0: You rode a horse? Well, yeah. hang about. Here's a scoop. And uh,
1: well. How did it all end up? Did you get a sore backside? No, I did not. Um, the horse was Jack when I was in Opie. Ah, going back many years ago. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, did, I was, I was doing that. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. um. And you lived to tell the tale. Yes, I did. I um lived to.
0: Tell about
1: my horse riding.
0: Thankfully, you did live to tell the tale. So, because now you can ask Catherine your first question.
1: Um, who's in your family?
2: So, um, Luke, I have um, a husband, Mitch. And I have two children. Um, Lauren um, is the eldest and uh, Ben is my baby, even though he's a, a man now. Um, they are three years apart. Um, they're really good friends. Um, they Neither of them live at home anymore. Um, Lauren is... Uh, 33 weeks pregnant so I'm going to be a nana in um, I know a Nana in early July. Um, she and her husband live in Brunswick and Ben he bought a little place um, in Parkdale. so not far away. Um, we catch up um, as often as they will catch up with me um, but usually each week we catch up yeah yeah. So that's my family, Luke a pigeon pair, a boy and a girl and a husband.
0: <laughs> now, you're really excited to be a grandma for the first time, I can tell. Oh
2: yeah. Oh yeah. We this baby has been a um a baby that's a long time coming. And um uh but Lauren is really well and she's glowing. You know, she looks so healthy and happy. Um, And I have been frantically knitting everything that I can, every pattern that I can find to um, um, get this baby some beautiful little homemade gear. I'm very excited, can't wait. Now,
0: if I was to, if we were to talk to Lauren, Ben or Mitch, Mm -hmm. and we were to say, righto, what is Catherine's worst habit? What do you think they'd say?
2: Oh, I worry about everything. Um, and I am a bit of a fuss pot. I think that they probably say that I just could chill a bit more, maybe.
0: What's mm. something they would say that you fuss over too much?
2: Them. Um, I am pretty house proud. So I. Not that I ever packed the kids' toys up like my brother does um, <laughs> to clean up the place all the time. I'd let them have their own little mess, but I'm pretty fussy about. Um, clean floors and those sorts of things.
0: There's there's, there's, uh, there's worse things to be labelled, I think, than house proud, Catherine. Hey, Sammy. Get involved, pal.
1: When is your birthday?
0: Because we know Sammy just had his only a week ago.
2: Okay, well, I have to wait all year to have Christmas... And my birthday, so my birthday is in December, um, the 8th of December. So growing up, that was, um, in in those days we didn't get lots of presents all the time. Parents didn't buy things for their children like I buy things for mine now. So I see something that my son or daughter might like and I buy it for them because <coughs> that's what you do. But we didn't, when I grew up, you had to wait. So. It seemed a long time as a kid <laughs> to have to wait for those presents yeah. that came at the 8th of December and then the 25th. But, you know, um, in, as my family is, my husband is born on Christmas Day, so he's much worse off than me. Um, our son is born on the 3rd of January and Lauren's on the 19th of February. So apart from this baby, all of our birthdays are between December and February. I guess the uh,
0: the beauty of that is, having your birthday on the 8th, was it, of December, if you get some presents you're not so fond of, you don't have to wait too long till you might get some decent ones.
2: Or you could get, yeah, no, cup half full, um, cup uh, definitely half full. I get, um, I'm very lucky, my um, children think of uh, things that I might like, my husband is a very good jewellery um, picker, and um, so no, I'm, I do very well. Yeah, no complaints.
0: Did you have birthday parties as a child?
2: We did. My mum, who passed away when I was quite young, but one of the things that that she made an A really big big fuss of was having birthday parties and she was a great baker and so the table would be laid out with every sort of um, cake and sausage rolls and all sorts of things to celebrate so um, we did have birthday parties um, for the family and then what happened um, uh, I was either able to have a birthday party with my friends or I could take one person to Luna Park so we always went to Luna Park for my birthday.
0: Mm. I'm sure and then mum would have uploaded all those photos onto her social media
2: oh yeah well because that was around then (laughs) well we took photos lots of photos but no social media no
0: (laughs) it's funny I don't recall having birthday parties as a kid maybe Tony that's because I'm one of nine and mum and I came and I came last and maybe by then mum was just sick of sick of hosting uh, parties what did you say sick of me how could anyone ever get sick of this face I, I, I Mate, you, you are all right, <laughs> Tony. What's your second question, bud?
1: My footy team, I pay for. My footy team, I back for?
0: Did you say what footy team do you play for? My
1: <laughs> football <What, what, what laughs> team, Vantwoord <laughs> uh, 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 So,
2: Tony, this is a bit of a sad one this year because I do barrack for the Mighty Hawks, and. Go Sam, yahi. <laughs> um, so we've had some great success, but the wheels are off this year, I'm afraid. We don't seem John. to have a uh, plan, we don't seem to have the depth nice of players. Oh, my coach is pretty good I think they rate him as one of the finest coaches in the in the league don't they um yeah
0: the, Luke in the background saying the coach uh, needs to uh, perhaps his position should be reviewed you, you disagree with that Catherine well
2: I disagree entirely especially given that the St Kilda coach did his apprenticeship with mine so um unless you think your own coach is pretty on the nose then um I think you need to retract that Luke
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you're quite passionate it sounds like do you, do you go to the games you member
2: and we've been members for i don't know 27 years or something like that we don't go lots to the game um but i am proud passionate and paid up (laughs) which is the hawthorne slogan (laughs)
0: well you've had uh you know you're going through a bit of a lull at the moment but well... You've I mean, had your share of success over the years, haven't you? We
2: have. I had, um, uh, we won a premiership in the year I was born. We won a premiership in the year my daughter was born. We won a premiership in the year my son was born. Oh. So I'm taking those, as um, Hawthorne's given me um, pretty good reasons to um, celebrate over time. We'll get there, Luke. Don't you worry. Well, maybe they'll but turn Luke, it around
0: yet. You've I got a grandchild on the way this
2: year, so... I know. I have to knit something Hawthorne for it. <laughs> So maybe this is
0: a premiership year
2: two, perhaps, a late run. I, I, I think we might wait till it's a toddler and perhaps we can take it and celebrate then.
0: <laughs> All right, Luke. So that's Catherine's football passion. What about uh, what about other, uh, you know, this is, this is along the same vein, isn't it? What about this one? That, which was one question you were keen to ask? Because it's a passion of yours.
1: Um, what, what, what sport?
0: Uh, I think you were, you were were keen to know about the Australian, um. uh,
1: Australian cricket side.
0: Just them or just any Australian, um, Uh, sports, uh. uh,
1: Yeah, Australian sport.
0: Yeah, what about, because you're pretty passionate about the, the, the cricketers, aren't you? uh you know when they play the ashes and whatnot me and dad are yeah <laughs> what about yourself katherine do you follow any national sports teams passionately um luke loves his sport
2: yeah i i quite like um sport too different types of sport my husband and son are right into the cricket i um find it a good time to do other things um i don't Um, appreciate a test match and I know that's the pure form of of cricket I get told that all the time um, and there's there's strategy in it but I don't follow the cricket necessarily Um, I guess in terms of Australian sport I um, would say um, maybe the swimming the Dolphins swimming team so I love the Uh, the world championships, the Australian championships. um, We've watched a a fair bit of the life-saving as well. So um, as far as Australian teams, um, that's what I would follow. But the other sport, so the swimming, swimming and life-saving would be the main things that that we're quite passionate about. And that's because our children were um, both life-savers and swimmers. Um, life-saving in the Australian team um, way back then um, the sport that I probably love the most um, and we don't really have many Australians in it is the biathlon have you ever seen the biathlon it's the sport where you, you have people who ski on snow and then they have a rifle mm-hmm. as well so it's the combination of skiing to a um, uh, an area where they then shoot targets it's it, well, we love it. It's only a winter thing that happens in our summer because it's a European yeah, championship.
0: That would be dangerous, Bond. Gerald, you're skiing with a gun. You slip. You, you take a tumble, you oh shoot no, yourself in the darn foot. Surely.
2: No, so they have it strapped to their back and they have um, um, catches or, or secure latches that are on it. So you ski and then you come into a, an area, you designated it a lane, you take your...
0: Um, lots of precautions. Hey, we've got lots to get through, but just I want to rewind. Did you say your children have represented Australia?
2: Yeah. So um, both uh, Lauren and Ben uh, were, you know, quite good swimmers, and my husband had been a lifesaver when he was um, young. He lived in Caram, and they went to the Bomb Beach Lifesaving Club, and he had competed. Um, so they were both interested in. The pool life-saving, though, we did beach competitions, but they really enjoyed the pool area. And in the pool life-saving, there's more. um, It's not just the swimming, but there's other skills, like um, they do um, rescues, in uh, simulated rescues. They tow people or mannequins, um, uh, and they race to see who can do that the quickest. Lauren was something like the first uh, Victorian in the Australian team um, for uh, you know, almost a generation, um, and now there's been quite a few since since her. I think it made a bit of a revival. Yeah, she was a pioneer. Oh, that's amazing!
0: Oh. Wow, that's uh, that's a real feather in the your cap and the family cap, Mr. Baker. We know that uh, Catherine's kids love their swimming and sports, but uh, yeah.
1: What are your hopes
0: that is a beautiful, clear voice. Sammy?
2: Um, Sam, I have a couple of different um, hobbies. So um, I think I've already told you that I like to, to knit, or my purpose for knitting now is to uh, make some lovely things for, for my grandchild that's on the way. During COVID, I knitted us all COVID beanies, and because we would meet... Um, in Zoom, we all would wear our beanie and um, have our, our Zoom catch-up. Um, I um, love to bake, um, which is a bit of a problem for our um, weight, um, especially you know cakes and things, but I, I, I like to cook. I um, play the flute, which might be something a bit different. Um, had been having lessons for a long time partly because I meet Lauren every week Um, we meet on a Wednesday and have flute lessons Um, don't say I'm any good at it but um, I do um, like to play and um, the other thing that might be a little bit different is that um, I like to pot or grow succulents Did you say smoke pot? No, I said I like to (laughs) grow pot, but (laughs) not grow pot. I like to pot the succulents in, you know, grow succulents in pots. (laughs) Um, More for decoration and gifts and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful.
0: Hey, what skill do you wish you had,
2: Catherine? Oh, gosh. My kids often talk about having superpowers. Is that what you mean? So if I had a superpower... Just a practical skill that you're
0: envious of other people that have it and can do it.
2: Hmm. Oh, gosh. That's a bit of a curly one. Um, I, I, well, maybe if I could be a better swimmer, you know. You look at anybody that does anything really well and it looks easy and then you try and do it and it's not as easy as it looks, is it? So maybe be a better swimmer. Although I can swim,
0: <laughs> I love watching graceful swimmers. Hey, Gerald, you've got a second question to do with something you are quite passionate about.
1: Okay. Have you tried a look at Malaysian food?
0: Oh yes, Cause, so you've eaten Malaysian food yourself, Gerald? Yes. Quite fond of it.
2: Do you have a favourite food, Malaysian food, Gerald? Oh, boy. Do you want the best? Mm. Mm.
0: Put um, your thinking cap on. What about? Is thing. it something you've tried?
2: Well, so we do have in Edith Vale a, a restaurant that claims to be Malaysian. Um, and I know Malaysian food can be a bit... Of an Indian influence, or it can be a bit of a Chinese influence, or it can be a Malay um, influence. We've been to Kuala Lumpur in a stopover. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did you see the uh, look
1: look 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 KL? Yes.
2: Yes. Yeah, we've stopped in KL.
0: Wow. How many times have you been to KL, Gerald?
2: Look,
0: look don't ask me. <laughs> K- K- who lives in KL? <laughs>
1: Look, my dad is over there.
2: Oh wow! So we we I haven't um I've eaten things like or I enjoy things like um, satays or um uh, and rice and roti and I know that they're part of the Malaysian thing, but I'm not a really I don't like um hot hot dishes uh, as in um spicy don't not a big fan of the spicy spicy stuff.
0: You do a lot of baking, what about, how do you go in the kitchen, how you, how's your cooking?
2: Yeah, I like to think I'm pretty good, Matt. Uh, actually, without blowing my own bugle. Um. <laughs>
0: so blowing your own flute?
2: Oh, my own flute, that's right. Um, I, yeah, cook a lot of different things, but my tip to everybody is to use what I call the working woman's best friend, and that's the the slow cooker. You can make some amazing, um, flavourful dishes with meat that's not terribly expensive, but because it's a slow-cook process, it's just delicious, so ragus, or curries or um, satays. There's the tip for the weekend, Matt. Perhaps you should try that on.
0: <laughs> well, maybe I'll heed your advice. I've got to purchase a slow cooker yet, oh. and I'd also have to start eating meat. Oh, well, you do. <laughs> hey, um, am I the right person, Sammy? Where am I? Oh, I've lost my way. no. Tone... I think of uh you're up, Mister so you've got some bands there on your page, haven't you? Some famous musicians, <laughs> so the question is, I don't know. <laughs> I can't. I'll give you a tip. It's not what's your favourite colour <laughs> might have something to do with uh music, you know
1: I have a music. Beg your pardon? About, about, about music.
0: Oh. Hmm. Wow. Well, we play the flute, but do we listen to music?
2: I do listen to music. I love music. I particularly enjoy um, um, people like James Taylor or the Eagles or um, Brian Adams. I like a good um, Music and um a nice voice so the carpenters yeah so i i listen to music every day every day it's food for the soul i reckon
0: how do you uh listen to your music these days
2: Uh, So I have um, headphones, so when we walk or when I walk, I usually will have my headphones on. But if I'm working from home, I have the radio going all day. Um, On the weekend, we play all of our different CDs. The kids um, love the 70s and 80s stuff because that's what we played all the time when we were travelling. My my husband's parents uh, moved to Mansfield, so when we'd go up there for holidays, the CDs would come out, they'd be in the car, and um, the kids would, you know, they still love that music as well. So I listen to Smooth FM because they have a mix of stuff. So I, I'm not big on the ACDC, which my husband loves. Um, that's the head banging stuff. I like a melody, like a nice tune, Matt. <laughs> uh,
0: well, you know, I don't mind a little bit of a akadaka every now and then, Luke. <laughs> um, Mr. McCormack? You're up, my friend. <laughs> we don't buy CDs so much these days, do we, Luke? The bands are they still churning out CDs? Bands? I don't know.
1: I'm not sure if it's worth their while. CDs? Um, no, they're
0: not. No. Well, we're moving on, aren't we? Because we are. We do have limited time. Yeah. What's your next question, mate? Um,
1: I I know I've been. To, um, yeah, better questions for oh, Catherine, oh, of course. Hi, hi. <laughs> um, you've been, f- yeah, you've been to okay.
0: What is it? Where has she been on a? um...
1: You've been fine to.
0: Talking over, um, some people call it overseas.
1: I don't call it overseas. It's.
0: What do you just say? Other
1: countries. Other countries. Oh,
2: wow. Yeah,
0: we know you've been to a stopover in KL in Malaysia.
2: Have. Um, oh gosh. All right. So um, I've been very lucky in um, our travelling, although we obviously can't travel anywhere at the moment. But um, when the the children were younger, we went to places like Vanuatu and Fiji because it was actually cheaper to travel there. Than it was to travel in Australia. But um, my husband and I, since then, we've been to um, uh, France, to Italy, to Croatia. We walked the Czech Republic, or not all of it, but we did a a, a seven or eight day walk in the Czech Republic, went to um, uh, Vienna, I've been to Switzerland, I've been to Mexico, been to America. Been to China, walked a bit of the wall.
1: I think I've been to, like, I've been to, at California.
2: Yes, so I went to California as well, Palm Springs and um, San Francisco. So mm. yeah. um, travel's
0: quite important. What? So when yeah, when, when we
2: can travel again, the, yeah. where would be your next destination? Yeah.
1: We can't at the moment. Of no, course. we
2: can't at the moment. There's, you know, whilst we've been to all of these beautiful places, um, we haven't really looked a lot at Australia. So um, it might be that we do some more local travel. But we're also looking to build a bit of a holiday house down near Warrnambool. So we might just spend some time with our grandchildren down there, perhaps, um, rather than travelling overseas. Yeah, beautiful.
0: Once again, down by the water, right? Yeah. Well, Lukey, we got to get to our next question from Mr Baker.
1: What movies do you like?
0: Have you got a favourite movie, Sammy? Grease. Oh, yeah, I've asked you that before, haven't I? <laughs> Grease. A lot of people tell me I look like John Travolta. Would you agree with that, uh, Tony? No. Mm. Fair enough. Actually, we've got the same hairstyle now. <laughs> Let's talk movies, Catherine.
2: Okay, so I think that I just go back to my favourites that I had when I was growing up, and so they're things like The Wizard of Oz, and they're Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Um, uh, they're yeah, they're A uh, Sound of Music. I've actually been on the Sound yeah. of Music tour. Um, no, it, yeah, I think I go back to the old favourites Yeah.
0: You don't attend the cinema regularly?
2: No, well, I'm a bit fraidy to do the cinema stuff um, We've got access to every, you know, Netflix and Stan and iview and, uh, So it's about having time to watch all that stuff too So um, we get into a couple of series every now and again But not a lot, a lot of telly
0: Have you ever cried during a movie? Oh gosh, yes
2: yeah, I'm a big-time sook with the movies. Um, my sister and I uh, – not sister and I. My daughter and I sat and watched um, – uh, oh, my gosh, what was it called? Um, oh, was it was a very sad film about a man – A Me Before You, it was called. Have you seen that one? Mm, so a man has a an accident and he chooses – he ends up in a wheelchair. Anyway, um, he chooses to um, end his – you know, have euthanasia in switzerland and boy oh boy we didn't see it coming so sorry about the spoiler but um we cried both of us cried and cried so much no i'm a, a sook, i'm a sook.
0: <laughs> sounds like an uplifting uh, watch that one <laughs> uh i haven't cried in a movie tony but i remember crying last year in uh, late september what was that it was something on tv it was a bloody grand final. That's right. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> bloody Richmond. <laughs> well, anyway, Tone, can we change topics, please?
1: Oh, God. Any pets?
0: Now, have you got a pet at home at the moment? No. Did you have a pet when you were a boy? Yes. What did you have? Dog. Oh, dog's name was? Don't know. Remember? Don't
1: know. Oh God.
0: <laughs> what happened to the dog? He died. Oh, that'll happen, I guess. I thought you were going to say the dog ran away. I was going to say, well, it probably didn't come back because you didn't know what to call it, to call it back. I mean, <clears throat> what about yourself, Catherine? I do. Pets? I
2: have a, a little um, two-year-old. Um, he's a Pouchon and it's a cross between a poodle and a bichon. His name is Ollie, and he's very naughty, um, but he's very cute. Ollie. Ollie. Yeah, so we wanted a very happy name um, because he's a happy little boy.
0: Hang on, haven't you got
2: a dog called Ollie?
0: No. you got something called Ollie, haven't you? Yes. I don't have a dog called
1: Ollie. You've got
0: a nephew called Ollie? Yes. Yes, I do. That could be very confusing if your Ollie ever visits Catherine's house. <laughs> they both <like clears throat> might <him. laughs> come. Now, tell me, you know what, sometimes I'm walking through a park... Or walking uh, walking along and i've realized i've stand in some dog's business mm-hmm. gerald you ever stood in dog's business you know what i'm talking about here mm-hmm. dog, dog now tell me you, you you pick up after your dog surely mm-hmm. Kat-
2: yes yep yep so um yeah we we have our our bags that we carry all the time
0: mm. so your dog walkers out there that aren't picking after your dogs you're ruining everyone else's reputation Pick up after your dog, please, folks. Uh, Gerald,
2: <laughs> what? Oh, what are you trying to do? Look at, do you drive? Is that Mister Beat? So I have a. Um, uh, I had to ask my husband last night what that might be. A GLA two hundred and fifty. It's a Mercedes. Um, I got it during COVID and it's done about 2,500 Ks. It is great for me, um, but my husband and son like it because it's got the AMG stuff. So it's got the black wheels and things. So they think it's not just a girly car, that it's actually an all right car.
0: <laughs> now, have you? what's your driving like? Have you ever had an infringement of any description, Catherine? Any fines?
2: Actually, I'm really um, not embarrassed, but I am going... It, the absolute truth and touch wood I have never had a speeding fine I've never had a traffic infringement and it might be because my father was a policeman so maybe I just always think that they're sitting there watching us I think I'm a pretty good driver but I haven't had any infringements
0: well good on you mm. no no we, we tip our uh, hats to that just quickly Ed's not here but Ed wanted to know about can you read that one out yourself Catherine do I have a favourite alcoholic drink? Ed loves to talk about booze. He likes the odd beer. Catherine, what about yourself?
2: So Ed's not going to like me very much. I'm not really a, a drinker. Um, if I had a drink of choice, it would be something like a sambuca, um, a sweeter sort of drink, or a sneaky little moscato. My daughter says that. <laughs> Can I get you a sneaky little moscato? So no, that's that. That they would be the the. Drinks of choice.
0: Is a vodka a drink? You, you, do you sit on a vodka? Can you have a?
2: I don't. Know. Is that normally
0: a shot drink? Just a.
2: Uh, the, so the sambuca. sambuca.
0: Sambuca, sorry.
2: Yep. So the sambuca I have with a bit of ice and a bit of coke. Yeah. It's got an aniseed-y flavour, hasn't it? Has licorice. Yum. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: does that mean you like it? licorice ice cream? I do. Licorice
2: I do. ice cream. I do licorice blocks, licorice coated chocolate, coated licorice. Yep, licorice fan.
0: Mm -mm. I'm a fan of licorice ice cream. My mum thinks I'm the only one. My mum, my wife thinks I'm the only one in the state that
2: likes it. No, well, you can go to um, Chelsea. There's a um, new ice cream place that's there, and he has um, licorice ice cream.
0: How did we get onto ice creams, Luke? (laughs) Oh, that's interesting. Uh, Now I feel like ice cream, Luke. Now, we're going to change topics, Luke. We're going to go from something fun to something not so fun at all. yeah, I don't know. well, we're distracted. We need to get this train back on the tracks.
1: Have you ever broken a bone, Yankee? Mm.
2: So, not that I have never fallen over or fallen off things, but I haven't ever broken a bone. Um, plenty of times I thought I might have, but. No, no, never had a broken bone.
0: long may that continue uh,
2: absolutely
0: <laughs> you've had it yeah, you've mentioned that uh, you've had a couple of breaks over the journey, haven't you? What do you put that down to,
2: Catherine? um well, as a child, I was probably a little bit chubby, maybe I bounced back up. I don't know um i um I'm pretty fit. You know, I'm I'm not a clumsy sort of um, person. Yeah, you know, whereas my sons had a couple of broken bones off the um, monkey bars and those sorts of things when they were young. Um, but no, I I just am lucky. Are you were risk Are one. you a risk taker? Not overtly, no. <laughs>
0: that might have something to do with it. Could do. A tone. <laughs> Oh, this freaks me out! This picture—you've got a spider, an aeroplane, and somebody in bed. They're pulling up the covers. What do you think the question is? Do you recall this? We talked about this in our pre-production. Yeah, right, a bigger part. You're right.
1: None fight our fight Right.
0: Oh yeah, what gives you a fright? Do you have any fears, Catherine?
2: Um, I was thinking while well, um. Tony was asking that. I um, really am afraid of scary movies. So I, I I won't watch a scary movie anymore. I might have when I was young, but I don't think it's worth wasting what time I have on earth to watch them and be so afraid. Um, that's the, the main thing. So when I was young, there was a film called Carrie and I don't know that I've ever recovered from it. So I just don't watch it. I don't much like... Um, gaping wounds or anything like that, either. Whereas all of my family are able to watch themselves being stitched up, I have to sit in the corner holding their hand, facing the other way.
0: We all had our flu jabs last week. Did, did, can you watch? Can you watch the doctor give you the jab?
2: Uh, no, no, but I have it. I just don't watch it.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, now we've only got to, we've got to whiz through these last few questions, Sammy, because we want to get to we really want to touch on Catherine's role here at Bailey. What's your Uh, Next question before we get to that topic.
1: What what jobs have you had?
0: Yeah, if you could just quickly tell us, Catherine, where else you've worked. Um,
2: So, I predominantly have worked in aged care, um, working either for people that run residential aged care homes or provide community packages. And um, uh, I guess one of the the best jobs I had was working for the Sisters of Nazareth they had homes all around Australia and they had a home in New Zealand and so I built the systems for their New Zealand home um, so that they um, sorry yep um, so that uh, that they could be accredited over there. They had a retirement village as well. So I did a lot of travelling with that job, and so I saw a lot of things in Geraldton and Tamworth and places that you wouldn't normally go to in Australia, perhaps. But uh, yeah, so aged care is really where I've come from. You
0: mm. might have to retrace those steps with Mitch. This is you here, mate i've made a, i've made a mistake here this is really important actually this is probably the most important question for the day
1: uh, okay
0: why are you good at your job no no the one above that what do you mean this one what do you oh, what do you do at at, 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 like at Bailey house
2: so my job at bailey house is as the quality manager so i work with um all areas to um, make sure that not only do we meet the standards that we have to but that we um, have systems and processes in place that help the staff to help all of our clients to um, get the very best out of their care and accommodation and support Um, that's pretty much what i do so i set up the standards and make sure that um, that we are compliant with the rules that the ndis have for us yeah We look at improvements, so what can we do when we're at it um, to make sure that the clients um, have a say and that we um, make sure that we um, meet their needs. So I look at things like incidents, I look at um, comments and complaints, see if there's any trends, if there's anything that we need to fix or can fix. There's
0: there's not, just quietly, there's not too many complaints coming in about me, is
2: there? Uh, Not that have come over my desk, Matt. (laughs) It's not to say they haven't come. (laughs)
0: Now can you touch on this accreditation process quickly that was some big thing we we lived through recently?
2: really really big thing and um, so the NDIS commission came in from the 1st of July uh, 2019 and that um, Mm. a a transition phase has happened to go from the standards that were there to the standards Mm. that the commission has so we had a a pre-certification audit or a stage one audit done in early January to look at all of our processes to make sure that they meet the requirements of this of the standards and then in March the 12th to 13th of March there were clients staff documents their independent auditor comes um, to look at um, whether we meet the standards and there are some things that we've got to improve but that overall um, that the clients were very happy and that the, the staff are um, meeting the needs of the clients and the standards yeah, mm. So the feedback was pretty positive it was pretty positive yeah yeah, yeah.
0: hey yeah and so why do you think you'll be good at your job uh, why are you good in this role Catherine and why is it something you're passionate about
2: so firstly I think I am good at the role but you might need to ask Boric to confirm that um, uh, I think that the key for um, me is to always think about why we're here and if you keep your eye on what I call the prize keep your eye on the prize then you always put the clients first and um, so I don't lose sight of why we're here even though there are lots of rules and things that we have to follow um, I think uh, I have attention to detail and so um, I make sure that I follow through all of the things that we need to to support the staff. At the end of the day, the best system that I can have is one that staff follow and comply even though they don't realise that, that they've had to, um, that they just do the process that we've agreed um, and by default that they will comply. Mm, yeah, that, inadvertently. Yeah, 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 that's clever, clever quality. Yeah,
0: great. <laughs> Yeah. That's when things are, things are working well in that in that case.
2: Well, well, we, <laughs> we hope.
0: <laughs> hey, uh, oh, that's great. anything else about your role you'd like to expand on before we wind up shortly?
2: I guess the other thing that I've missed out on is um, the connection with the clients too. So um, I was able to catch up with some clients at the um, uh, Nepean um, Day Program and loved it. So I'd love to spend more time with clients. That's the, that's the next... Yes, <laughs> We'd be happy
0: to have Catherine about more often, wouldn't we, Gerald
1: At the other place,
0: I who's there. Mary's there. Catherine would have met Mary up there, yeah. Yeah, and that'd be a great way for you to get feedback, I guess, too.
2: Absolutely, yeah, because that's what's important, isn't
0: it? Yeah. For sure. Um, all right, well, Mr Baker, we've just got a couple of questions to go, and you've got this one, which is an interesting one.
1: Do you worry about?
0: Do you have any worries, Sammy? I don't think so. <laughs> you know what I worry about, Luke? Sometimes I worry. I worry. I, I worry because I think I really think I'm going to be bald for the rest of my life. <laughs> I think it's gone. I'm <laughs> no, I got to live with that. Oh, man, okay. What about yourself?
2: Well, your hair loss isn't really a worry. I'm just here to tell you, Um, it's quite fashionable now, anyway. So just let it, uh, you know, live it in love with it. And I'd love to be like Sam and not worry about anything. But I am a born worrier, and it might be because I'm a middle child that I worry about the those above and those below. Um, Just the natural stuff, really. Um, You know, you worry for your family. I used to worry about the children catching the train at night, being out driving in the rain, all those sorts of things. Just like mums. And dads do, yeah. And, uh, got
0: what, here. Well, you we can talk about that later, mate. Dads. What no, about the moment? What would be your biggest worry at the moment, if you don't mind me prying?
2: Um, I, I you know, just worry that. Um, uh, well, I worry for my son's health because he has a couple of health issues. I'm always nagging him about having his follow up checkups, and of course, you worry that with my daughter that everything's chugging along the way that it should be mm. yeah
0: the baby's going to be healthy. Yeah. hey what do you wish people across society would stop doing Catherine
2: I it drives me nuts that we have a world that um you know where people are so disadvantaged and so um you know it, it's almost like world bullying if you like you see what happens in China with the ergas and you know it just makes my heart uh, breaks my heart but taking that to a local thing, talking about social media, that why are so many people interested in so many other people's business and then make comment on it? Just don't be mean. People don't be mean. Just play nicely in the sandpit and we'll all be happy. That's
0: great advice. A couple more. One more from me. What do you wish you were brave enough to do?
2: Um, gosh. Well, I don't want to throw myself out of an aeroplane. So it's not that I'm not brave enough to do it. I just don't understand it. Um, So I'm I'm not a a trailblazer that way, but maybe, oh, brave enough. I'm very happy where I am, to be honest. I don't wish that I was in anyone else's shoes. I'm happy for them to walk in their own.
0: (laughs) That is completely fair enough. Gerald has got our... Lucky last question, and we've got about two and a half minutes, Gerald.
1: Go. No.
0: You might need to actually read it. Where <laughs> the last one, old boy, down the bottom. Oh, uh, uh, when you're your your the happiness. Yeah, when are you at your happiest, Catherine?
2: So um, I love having my family around, um, whether that's for dinner or on the weekend. I love Christmas and both my children still indulge even though they're they don't live at home and one's married and about to have her family they come and sleep at my house Christmas Eve still so that we can get up and have the the Christmas morning um, stuff together so that might change this year with having a new baby along Um, so I have have loved every year where they would indulge their mum.
1: (laughs) Well
0: that'll only get
2: more exciting but maybe they won't sleep over which is really christmas is all about children and the excitement of of children so i'm sad that that it's changing that way and hopefully i'll still get them to sleep over
0: uh-huh. they don't when they sleep over they're not up it's they're not knocking on your door at six am still, are they?
2: My daughter does. Yeah, she comes in still as a thirty three year old to say, um, "Can I wake up Ben?" And then, no, no, you've got to wait till seven. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> Love it. Love it.
0: Hey, Catherine, a big thank you no, for your time. You got a final question, Luke, without notice? Yeah, because we've just got minutes before we're going to run out of time, mate. You? Yeah. So you'll need to make it snappy. So but I get up at six. Are you talking about yourself again? <laughs> <laughs> i do get up early well we can chat about that off mic mate with katherine hey Catherine, a huge thank you for your time and your contribution you've made to bailey so far it sounds to me like we're in pretty good hands with katherine at the helm of our quality management and um yeah just thank you kindly for partaking and we'd love to see you more around the building in future
2: thanks very much matt and guys and um thanks for being kind and uh, not asking me to hard questions and it's been great to be here thank you that went okay didn't it yeah it went good yeah 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 (laughs) all good you won't you
0: won't won't make a complaint about me
2: no maybe an anonymous one no
0: (laughs) (laughs) Catherine uh thanks once again and to our loyal listeners thanks uh, a bunch for joining us and uh as I like to say thanks for dabbling in all our babbling this has been the Bailey Babble